Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and with men. We are glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. Identify the soil of your harvest. And we're looking at the book of Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 13, reading from verse number 1, the Bible tells us, On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea. And a great multitude were gathered together to him. So he, so that he got into a boat and sat. And the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to, to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no roots, they withered away. Verse number seven. And some came, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. Verse number eight. And others fell, but others fell on good ground and yielded crops. Some a hundred, a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirty folks. And then verse, verse number nine: He that has ears, let him hear. In other words, the Lord is saying that there are some basic things that you need to understand if you are talking about the if you if you are talking about receiving the prosperity that God makes available for all. If you want to tap into the blessings that God Himself has made available, there are some basic things you must understand from this verse of the scripture. The first thing I want you to notice is that harvest for harvest to happen, a sower must go out to sow. In other words, harvest don't just happen because you know until you participate in the process. Unless you participate in the process of sowing, you are not assured of any harvest. You cannot harvest when you have not taken the time to sow. It's as simple as that. Harvest does not happen because you need it. Alright? Harvest does not happen because you need it. Harvest does not happen because you deserve it. There are times I tell people that when you go to the marketplace, you are not paid because of the amount of money you want. Okay? You are paid by the value you bring to the table. Alright? And that's why two people can be in the same company. One is paid $7 an hour. The other one is paid $100 million as a sign-on bonus. <laughs> there are two different... It's the value you bring to the table. The same thing when it comes to the issue of harvest. Harvest does not come because you are hungry. Harvest does not come because you think you deserve it. Harvest does not come because you think that, yes, I need it. Harvest comes when you participate in the process. When you are involved in the process, when you take the time to sow the seeds, when you take the time to walk the land, when you take the time to be able to anticipate the harvest, when you take the time to get engaged with the process, harvest happens because you participate in the process of sowing. That's when harvest happens. Having said that, it should be noted that harvest is not only a function of the sower participating in the process. Harvest is also a function of the soil upon which the seed is sown. Alright? The soil that takes the seed. 
The soil where you actually put in the seed determines the kind of harvest you are going to get. Alright? And that is why there are some areas that have been designated as agricultural areas. Why there are some areas they don't, people don't plant in those areas. Why? Because of the soil condition. There are some soil that are good for a particular kind of crop. There are some soil that are not good for a particular kind of crop. If you don't know the difference, you will sow, but you might not get the results that you're expecting. So, you'll find that the harvest right now, from this verse of the scripture, we see that there are two conditions. The first one is the participation in the process of, 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 of sowing. The second one is to identify the correct soil upon which you are going to put that particular seed. Because if you cannot identify the soil, you are going to just waste that particular seed. So, according to our test, the kind of harvest you get, the size of harvest you get, the health of your harvest is a function of the soil where you put that particular seed. If you put the seed in a healthy soil, you get a healthy harvest. You put the seed in a sick soil, the soil, the harvest you get is going to be sick. You put the soil, you put this, this, the seed in a weak soil, you're going to get a weak harvest. So it's a very simple process. You have to understand, you have to know the soil because the soil determines your harvest. Our text this morning identified four types of soil. And that's where we're going to be spending time this morning. There are four types of soil that are identified in the verse of the scriptures, in the, in the, in the passage of scripture that we read this morning. And those who take the time to participate in the process of sowing, oftentimes find themselves sowing in one of these four different soils. Either consciously or unconsciously, they sow into one of these four soils. Okay? The question this morning is that, what are these soils and why are they different? What are these soils and why are they different? Why is it important for you? Why is it important for me to identify the different types of soil that we have, so that, that, that we are planting our seeds in? Why is it very important? I told you earlier on, the seed, the soil... The soil where you plant your where you plant your seed determines the kind of harvest you get. That is why it is very important you know where you are putting your seed. Okay, so let's look at verse. Let's look at Matthew chapter thirteen. And now reading from verse number one again, the Bible tells on the same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and a great multitude gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spoke many things to them in the parable, saying, Behold, the sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on the stony ground, and where they were, and when where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no roots, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on a good ground and yielded the crops, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. In the house here, let him hear. The first soil identified in this passage of scripture that we saw here is the soil that I want to refer to as the wayside soil. The wayside soil. He said, and when he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the fowl came and devoured them. What is this wayside soil? What is the wayside soil? The wayside soil is a soil that is unprotected. A wayside soil is a soil that has no covering. The wayside soil is a soil that is exposed. The wayside soil is a soil that is open to all sorts of attack. A soil that has no responsibility to that particular seed. 
And that is why the soil, the seed, the seed fell on that particular soil. The soil did not absorb it. The soil did not protect it. The soil just left it there. The soil has no responsibility to that particular seed. The soil is not, it's only interested in itself. The soil is already compacted. It is not loose to receive that particular seed. And the soil does not fend for, you know, does not fend off of uh, uh, devourers. In other words, that seed is on its own. Anybody can come and pick it up. Anybody can attack the seed. Anybody can destroy that particular seed. It is the soil that fell in a place that is not protected. And you see this particular thing, you see this particular kind of soil. When you, when you, if you want to identify this kind of soil, how do you do it? How do you know them? You know that particular soil because when you come into a place that has no spiritual covering, you are in a wayside soil. When you are in a place where there is no prayer covering over the people, you are in a wayside soil. When you are in a place where there is no, when there is no shield over the life of the people, there you are in a wayside soil. Where there is no accountability over the people, where the church does not provide this, does not provide the protection, does not hedge the people so that they are protected from every wind of doctrine, you are in a wayside soil. You are in a place where anybody can just minister, where anybody can just talk into your life, where anybody can just propagate any kind of doctrine. When you are in that kind of a place, you are in a place where the word of God is not protected in your life. The word of God is not growing in your life. The word of God is not providing a covering. There is no spiritual covering over your life. When there is no such thing, you are in a wayside area. Because there has to be a covering over the seed for it to grow. There has to be a protection over the seed for it to grow. There has to be that particular area whereby if the virus are trying to come and attack and take that particular seed away, there has to be a kind of defense for those people. And that is why the word of God is strong. That is why that particular seed needs the covering. That's why they call you... That particular seed needs the, 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 the spiritual covering that will protect them from every attack of the enemy. And you know, because they are they, because they are on the soil that has the, 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 the because they are the soil that has the, they, they, they have no shield. They do not shield the seed. They expose the seed to every kind of doctrine. The soil does not instruct, does not protect, does not rebuke in righteousness. When you are in that kind of an environment, you are putting yourself in a wayside soil because that soil is only interested in one thing, and that is in itself. The soil is only interesting. It's already compacted. It's already together. It is not open to receive any other thing. Okay? They expose the seed to every wind of doctrine. Those kind of soil. Those kind of soil allow the seed to wander. When you are in a place, because if you drop, if you, if you drop a seed on a place like this, it will never grow. Okay? Because number one, this, this place is not compacted, it's not open. The seed cannot go in. So the seed can roam around, roam around, and people can toss it around, people can kick it. Anybody who likes that seed is a cone, you can pick it up and eat, and that's it. And that is what happens when a Christian positions themselves in a place that have no spiritual covering. In a place that have no prayer covering. In a place where the word of God is not exposed to them. In a place where the word of God is not taught. In a place where they cannot be rebuked. Where they cannot be corrected. Where they cannot be instructed in righteousness. When you are in that part, in that kind of a place, you are exposing yourself to devourers. Soil in this soil, the seeds in this kind of soil, do not have a chance to grow. Because they are eaten up before they grow up. And that's why a lot of Christians move from one place to the other and you find out that they are taken advantage of because the spiritual covering that is supposed to be upon the life of a believer is not there. 
seed in this kind of soils are exposed to all sorts of spiritual charlatans. Okay, that is a that, that's why that's why people are so resistant to the gospel because there are so many wayside soil within the Christian community, and because of that particular situation, you find that when the gospel message is now being preached, a lot of people have now put up a defense that they are no longer able to hear the word of God. The wayside soil makes it very difficult for Christians for the seed of the word of God to grow up in the hearts of a man, in the hearts of men. And these are the kind of people that Paul the Apostle was telling Timothy about. If you read 2 Timothy chapter 3, reading from verse number 7, the Bible says, They are ever learning, but never been able to come to the knowledge of the truth. In other words, these are seeds that are planted, that are supposed to be planted in a particular soil. They continue to receive the instruction of the word of God. They continue to engage in the word of God. They continue to present themselves in the presence of the almighty God, but they are not getting the substance because the soil is not opened up so that they can release its, it can release its nutrient unto them. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That is what happened. Paul the apostle canceled Timothy saying, they, you know, describing this particular group of people, he said, they have a form of Godliness. This particular soil, this particular seed, when they drop on that soil, they have an idea. They give the people an idea. They, they give the seed an idea that okay, when you come in here, you will grow. When you come in here, you will you, you will expand. When you come in here, you can do what we can do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, the Bible said that they have a form of godliness. But they deny the power thereof. And Paul instructed Timothy. He said, "From such people, turn away." So. If we are going to reap a harvest in the in this year, if we are going to be able to multiply the blessings and the seed that God has given to us, the seed of our time, the seed of our talent, the seed of our resources, the seed of our wisdom and the things and the, and the inter- intellect that God has placed upon our life, there is a need for us to identify and stay away from the wayside soils. We need to be able to identify and stay away from it. The second type of soil that we identify in that verse of the scripture that we read this morning is the stony soil. The stony soil. Look at verse number 5. Some fell upon stony soil where they had no much earth. And forthwith they sprang up. Because they had no, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no roots, they withered away. What is the stony soil? The stony soil is the soil that lacks depth. The stony soil is the soil that is full of impervious rock. Ideas that refuse to bend to the word of God. The stony soil are the soil that looks appealing, but deep down you cannot get deep inside of them. The stony soil is the soil that looks like it can support life, but it does not. The stony soil is the soil that has not tapped into the wellspring of life. In other words, it's a surface kind of soil. Okay? At the very surface, it appears appealing. At the very surface, it appears as if there is something there. But if you just dig, if if you're able to just scrape the little veneer on top of it, at the bottom of it, you have some real fundamental, you have some very, very deep-seated rocks. Those deep-seated rocks means that these are the kind of people, these are the kind of people and the kind of places whereby they hear the word of God. They rejoice at the word of God. They dance at the word of God. They encourage the preachers to move forward. They say, preach it, preacher. But at the end of the day, there are some fundamental ideas that they hold on to and they refuse to let it go. 
That is the stony soil. The word of God will drop in there. They will be happy to receive the word, but they will not allow the word of God to sink deep into their heart. The soil has not tapped into the wellspring of life. In other words, these are the kind of soil. They know how to talk about the Bible, but the power that is in the Bible, the source of the power that is in the Bible, they have refused to tap into that particular source. How do you know this kind of soil? You know them by them. You know you know them by their high visibility. These are the ones that say high sounding words. You know them because of the way they grow up very fast and they promote very fast. In other words, you see them. One minute, one person has just been born again today. Tomorrow already is already, already a minister. Tomorrow already is already starting the church. And then at the end of the day, you find out that you have following. And by the end of the day, you find out that they appear rapidly. They grow rapidly. But they have no depth. They have no depth in them. They lack foundation. They are shallow. Their substructure is not properly built. They have not taken the time to develop the fundamentals that hold up a building. That is the stony soil. Very high visibility. They promote, they grow, and they move very, very quickly. You know, but the foundation is not there. The problem with stony soil is that you they cannot support see they cannot support seeds to maturity. They cannot support believers to maturity. And that is why when they grow, the Bible says that when the sun comes up, what happens? They begin to die. In other words, they tell you, yes, come and follow us. But when you start following them, you start following them, you find out that when the issues of life begin to show up, when the challenges of life begin to show up, when life begins to happen, they are not equipped to be able to help you to move forward. They do, not have the, they do not have the maturity to be able to take others to maturity. They cannot support the seed to maturity. They cannot support life on a long-term basis. They have no capacity to mature believers. They have no capacity to do so. And that is why you will begin to wonder that in a particular group of soils, you will find that people who have identified with Christ for a number of years, they still behave in a particular way. And then you wonder, what happened? The Bible tells us that he that is in Christ is a new creation. All things have passed away and all things have become new. But the people, the, the ones that are in the stony soil, what you find is that they have, they, they, they confess or they profess that they are now believers and they have been working with the Lord, but the old things have not passed away because of the stones that are there that refuse to allow the word of God to permeate it. Because of the stoniness of the, 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 the condition, the hardness of the, of, of the sub-layer that they have a veneer over, the word of God does not penetrate deep. The word of God does not dig deep. The word of God does not get to the source of life. It does not get to the core of their being. They are the soils that grow the seed for death. The Bible tells us that when that particular seed fell on that ground, and as it fell on the ground, it said it germinated very quickly. It grew very quickly, but it had no so what happened is that at that point in time that particular seed was growing and appearing to have life but it was just a temporary life it was a life that cannot be sustained because they are growing at a pace that is unsustainable they are only good for show they are only they, they know all the right word they know all the right appearance they have all the right posture the, the problem is that they have the experience that they, they, what they, the words that they are professing they do not have the experience to back it up they don't have the experience to back it up and that's why you see them grow beautiful looking plants but there are no fruits nothing to show for it so the man and the woman who will reap a harvest this year must avoid the stony, shallow soil. 
that pervades the Christian community today. The third soil that the Bible talks about in that part of scripture is the thorny soil. The thorny soil. Look at verse number 7. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. Okay? Some fell among thorns, some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. What is the thorny soil? The thorny soil is the soil that has its priority upside down. Okay? It has its priority upside down. The soil that is consumed with the thing that has nothing to do with the growth of the seed. In other words, you are growing so many things. You are growing so many things that has nothing to do with the seed. That has nothing to do with the life of God. That has nothing to do with the kingdom of heaven. That has nothing to do with holiness and righteousness. That has nothing to do with the way, that, a way of walking with the Lord. They grow a lot of things in their soil, but there is nothing there to be able to move the seed forward. It is a soil that is on a crusade. They are crusading for better life. They are crusading for better economy. They are crusading for something, but they are not crusading for life eternal. It's a soil that is consumed with self-gratification. Interested in self-gratification. It's the soil that is deceived by its own riches. It's the soil that is consumed by the care of this world. It's the soil that is it's the soil that is characterized by unfruitfulness. If you look at that verse of the scripture very well, verse number seven. Verse number seven, the Bible says, and they fell among tongues and it sprung and the, and, the, and, the, and the tongue sprang up and choked them. In other words, this, this particular soil has the potential to be able to grow seeds to maturity. It has the potential to be able to develop people. It has the potential to be able to mature believers. It has the potential to be able to lead people in the path of righteousness. But because they have encumbered themselves with all sorts of other things, they now left what is important and now begin to pursue that what is not important. And that's why the Bible says that the tongues sprang up. The cares of the world sprang up. The care for attention sprang up. The care that they need, the need to be recognized sprang up. The need to be gratified sprang up. The need to be the first. The need to be the, the most recognized, the biggest and the brightest. The need for other things apart from the salvation and the, and the, and the, and the, and the attention to heaven. All those needs sprang up and that which was important was left and that which is unimportant began to take their attention away. This is a soil that is consumed by self-gratification. The question is, how do you know this kind of soil? You know them by their concern for the things of the world rather than the things of God. That's how you know the tiny floor soil. How do you know the tiny soil? You know the tiny soil by the focus. They are focused on activity rather than focus on godliness. They want to see somebody moving. They want to see you active. They want to see you involved. They want to see you engaged. But the question is, are they interested in the life of the person who is engaged? No. And that is why they see the seed growing. But there are so many other things that is choking that particular seed, not allowing to have full expression. How do you know the particular tiny soil? You know the tiny soil when... You know that by their lack of priority placed upon exercises and upon, upon prayer and spiritual exercise. You will never see that particular tonic soil looking for a way to be able to grow the people in righteousness and holiness through prayer, through spiritual exercise. But they are interested in other activity. How do you know them? You know them by the value that they place on the fruitfulness of the seed. The fruitfulness of the seed. What is the purpose of the seed? The purpose of the seed is to be able to grow so that they can produce more seeds. But this particular tiny soil is so concerned with other things that the, 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 the actual function of the seed is not important to them. And that is why somebody can be in the church who doesn't know how to pray. 
Somebody can be in the church for donkey years, he doesn't know how to read the scriptures. Somebody can be in the scripture in the church for a donkey years, does not even know how to be able to give his own testimony, how the Lord has visited him. We're not talking about being a, a, a world evangelist. We're just saying, be able to share your, your testimony with the person sitting next to you in your own family. Very few can do it because of the fact that they have been growing in tony soils. They have been growing in a place that is not that has its priorities upside down. Okay, they know you know you know them by their lack of concern for the unproductiveness of the nature of their seeds. And finally, the last soil, the last soil that was identified for us in that passage of scripture is the good soil. Verse number eight. But others fell into a good ground, and they brought forth seed. Some in a hundredfold, some in sixty, some in thirty. What is the good soil? The good soil is the soil that is rich and that has depths. The good soil is a place, you know, is a soil, is a, is a, is a, is a soil that supports healthy growth. It's a, soil, it's, a, it's, a, it's a soil that supports the seed to maturity. It's a soil that sustains the seed to produce harvests. It's a soil that invests in the seed. Okay, that particular soil, the good soil, is the one. You know, is the one that, that that gives attention to the seeds. You know, it is the one that nourishes the particular seed to provide it provide nourishment to the seed. It is the seed. It is the soil that gives quality resources to that particular that is available to the seed to be able to grow. In other words, it's a place. It is a soil that is concerned about the welfare of that particular seed. It releases nutrient to the seed. It grows the seed. It provides resources to that particular seed. It encourages, it protects, it provides, it shields that particular seed. The depth of the resources it provides to the seed makes the seed to be able to flourish. The protection it provides keeps it away from every onslaught of hell. The priority it gives to the seed is that it's willing to be able to do what is necessary to get that particular seed to become what the Lord has made that seed to be. That is the soil. And how do you recognize them? You recognize them by their emphasis on the spiritual. By their emphasis on that particular seed. That the seed is the most important thing. Because the seed was destined to preserve the future of that particular, of that particular crop or whatever it is. And because of their emphasis, because of their focus, because of the importance of that seed, that particular soil releases the nutrient to make sure that that seed grows to become what the Lord has designed it to be. Now the interesting thing is this. You will expect that everybody will look for that particular kind of soil, right? That this soil that allows you to grow, that allows you to flourish, that allows you to fulfill God's purpose for your life, that allows you to be able to get to where God wants you to get to, that releases nutrients for you so that you become who God wants you to be. You will expect that everybody will want to put their soil, put their seed in that particular kind of soil. We will want to be identified with that particular soil. But unfortunately, that's not the case. That is not the case. The question is why? Why would somebody know that this is the best soil where I'm supposed to put my seed and then they take that seed and say, no, I'm going to put it somewhere else. Why? Why would somebody plant their seed in a wayside soil? Why would somebody plant their seed in a stony soil? Why would somebody want to plant their seed in a thorny soil? Why? Why would somebody want to do that? Okay? If you go back to Matthew chapter 13, looking from verse number 19. Now, Jesus Christ did not give us any kind of, uh, uh, he was not vague about this issue. Jesus, after giving the parable, he has actually provided the interpretation of that parable. If you go to verse number 19. Verse number 19, the Bible says, And when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, 
and understands it not. Then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received the seed by the wayside. In other words, the man and the woman who plants in the wayside soil is a man that lacks spiritual understanding. Okay? Is a man that lacks spiritual covering and protection. Is a man that cares less for sound spiritual, for sound scriptural foundation. Is a man who is not interested in the things of the spirit. The Bible makes us to understand, if you go back to that verse number 19, is there anyone that hears this particular word of man, the word of the kingdom, anyone that is exposed to the word of God, anyone that have access to the things of God, is there if that person does not understand it, if that person does not receive the word the way it is supposed to be received, he said that particular person, what you will find is that the enemy will come and take that which has been planted in that person's heart. He said he will take that thing away. Okay? And when he takes it away, he said that is that person that appears to be that he has sown his seed on the wayside soil. In other words, because the Lord God Almighty knows the potential of the seed. That if you leave the seed undisturbed, if you leave the word of God undisturbed and you give it opportunity to settle and you give it opportunity to be watered and you feed that particular word, that word has a, has a staying power. It has the ability to grow and when it grows it will take a hold in that life. But if you don't understand it, if you don't pay attention to that word, what you find is that the enemy knowing the power of the word comes in and takes that word away. And that is why the man who plants on his, on, on a wayside soil, that particular man is a man who lacks spiritual understanding. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.